Welcome into the Keepers Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm the host, Paige Demacos, here with my co-host, Chris Schubert, at the FanRag Sports Studios. We're hanging out. We're trying to come up with a fun name for this room, so if you guys have suggestions, you can uh, tweet them my way. Keep them PG, or PG-13, I should say. Yeah, I think PG-13 is acceptable. Yeah, we're just trying to come up with a great name for our, uh, our audio, our, our studio over here. We have one of the best podcast names out there. Yeah, The Keepers is a great. It's really good. Shout out to us for coming up yeah, with that. that um, giving ourselves a little pat on the back. But let's, we are going to recap all the performances of the week tomorrow on our show that you can watch live on fanricsports.com. You can check it out on live stream. You can watch it on Periscope. Uh, that is at 2.30 Mountain Standard Time. We do that Tuesdays and Thursdays. So you guys can check that out tomorrow. Um, today being Monday when we were recording this. So right before we decided to do the podcast, some news came out about Jameis Winston. That is that he's going to be out for several weeks, I think was the wording. And you don't like when you're given a vague number because it's not a specific amount of time that he's going to be sitting out. And obviously Jameis hasn't been what we all projected him to be this season, Uh, specifically that team in general hasn't been where it needed to be. But I think a lot of that has to do with he's been dealing with an AC joint sprain on his throwing shoulder from about, I think it was the second or third weekend of the season, and I just don't think he's ever been healthy, and you can definitely tell. Yeah, I mean, look, this is a guy that was quarterback 18 as of this moment, as of looking uh, looking it up on fantasypros.com, QB 18. So wasn't playing well enough to even be a starter in QB 16 leagues. And uh, this is a major, major injury for a lot of people because I know that there were some, uh, myself included, that took a big chance on Jameis this year thinking that he was going to be something special, that he was really going to take that next step. Uh, I quickly jumped off the bandwagon, and I know that there are others that hung on for a little bit longer, and now you're stuck picking from the scrap heaps of uh, the Ryan Fitzpatricks of the world. Yeah, no, I mean, this is... (laughs) This team in general, I think, is one of the most disappointing teams across the league, if not the most disappointing. They were projected by most people to win that division. Uh, That is not going to happen, especially if Jameis Winston is going to be sitting out football games. The Saints had their way with them yesterday. It was not a pretty game for Tampa Bay, and you saw it get pretty ugly with some specific moments of Jameis Winston, um, he's always had these things that kind of follow him around, whether it's the crab legs incident or some of the things that he said. I remember he jumped on a table and said some inappropriate uh, vernacular. He's made some comments that people have kind of judged him off of. And his latest little incident is him being on the sidelines and kind of looks like he's putting his finger in Marcus Lattimore's ear. He's just playing tag. I don't think he was playing, he was playing tag. tag. I don't think he was playing tag. Jameis is not in he, he's not in the game at this point. And he's hurt. He, he is hurt. He's hurt. He is hurt and he's doing this. He's hurt and instead of, you know, going to the sidelines and sitting down, maybe going to get some treatment, he is on the sideline, walks out onto the field and messes around with Marcus Lattimore, who obviously isn't super excited about it. Then Mike Evans comes out of nowhere and just demolishes Marcus Lattimore. I mean, just pushes him very much like kind of protecting his quarterback. But I say protecting, and I'm putting up quotation marks, because Jameis instigated this situation. So, Chris, I want to ask you this, because is this troublesome for Jameis long-term that he's having some of these, I would say, immaturity issues? Because you're not, you don't often see franchise quarterbacks doing stuff like that. Like, Tom Brady's not going to go out and put his finger in somebody's ear. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's, it's, it's more troublesome, I think, 
that this isn't the first time he's kind of been immature and done some stupid things. So I just want your take on that. Right. I mean, I, the, the big thing that stands out to me, and you mentioned the crab legs incident, and you mentioned some of the other stuff, and that wasn't the immediate thing that jumped off the page to me. I remember, uh, I, I believe it was this past off season where Jameis Winston visited a school with a bunch of kids, and he made, yes. he made some comments that I think were a little bit blown out of proportion. I, I don't think he meant it in the way that it was taken by some, but I could see how when you look at those comments you say, yeah, Jameis, not the right phrasing, not really what you need to be going at there when talking about how you know the, the boys in the room need to be the leaders where the girls can't be the leaders. I, I, I look totally understood where everyone was coming from there. I don't think he meant it in a negative tone towards women. But I could see why it was taken that way. And and when you're a leader like that and you're you're a quarterback, you're a face of a franchise, you, you got to be better than that. You have to you have to say the right things. I mean, let's look. Let's compare him to another quarterback in his division, Cam Newton. I mean, Cam Newton had some comments about women that that didn't go, work very well, right? And he's feeling the repercussions of that. So yeah, there's some there's an immaturity issue. And look, I think this is what you what you're going to get when you have James Winston. I, I don't know if you're going to get a a person that's going to all of a sudden become a model citizen. And the way this you know, goes moving forward, Jameis has to prove it to everybody. I'm not going to continue to go after Jameis every time he says something bad. Yeah, call him out for it. But look, he needs to change his actions. And when that happens, then I will believe that he has changed his, his nature and changed his tune. But until then, I will always view him as that quarterback that was at Florida State. No, I'm 100% with you. And obviously the fantasy perspective here is he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season, for your fantasy season. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, look – you, to your point, there's no number on it. A couple of weeks. A couple could be four. A couple could be five. I mean, a couple is not a, a designated time frame for when Jameis Winston can return. And and here's the thing. He's not throwing. They've sat him down from throwing. Is it a couple of weeks until he throws again? Is it a couple of weeks That's until he saying. plays That's, again? Yeah. That time frame, they, they word it vaguely enough to where they can always move the goalposts later on. Yep. It's, oh, no, it's a couple of weeks until he's throwing. And now by the time he's ready to go, our season's kind of in, in shambles. We don't want to risk any long-term injury, so Jameis isn't playing the rest of the season. That very easily could be the way this goes down. Um, you want to talk about fantasy implications? Mike Evans just got suspended for a game. Uh, so I'm just seeing that right now on Twitter. So we, we were talking about Mike Evans earlier, suspended for a game, and I think A.J. Green is going to join him uh, a week after I trade for A.J. Green. Of course, my luck. Um, I'm going to check in on the A.J. Green news. So I, I just I don't see in any way that A.J. Green isn't suspended. I mean, Mike Evans got suspended one game and didn't get a flag. A.J. Green got thrown out of a game. I mean, a suspension is coming his way. Yeah, no, that's 100%. We had so, so many fights in the NFL this weekend. Yeah, I did a video. You should check it out on Twitter. Actually, that's a good cheap plug. Um, that's a good cheap plug. You set me up for that that's nicely. Right, but I just couldn't believe what I was watching yesterday in the NFL. Like, I mean, it, three... It was a carryover from UFC 217. That's exactly what I said. I, I mean, A.J. Green put a uh, St. Pierre yeah, move was, on him. Yeah, he was channeling his inner GSP on that Yeah, thing. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going on in the NFL. I don't know. Uh, one of our our video producer Nico said that there's a a moon that's linked to testosterone. He said that's the reason why. I, I can I cannot okay. con- I cannot. I that's interesting. I, yeah, I cannot confirm nor deny, but I don't know much about that, and so I just go with what Nico says. That's pretty <laughs> much that's pretty much how I how I deal with that situation. But we got a Monday night football game uh-huh. tonight. The Lions and the Packers, a divisional game. This game going into the season, I had marked great football game. Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, obviously. Aaron Rodgers has broken his collarbone. He will not be in this matchup tonight. So I want to start with the Green Bay Packers and the impact of Rodgers not being in there offensively, and not specifically to Brett Hundley because he should be nowhere near your starting lineup. Well, 
you not s- yet. You say that, and all of a sudden, Brett Hundley might be one of the best 16 options on a weekly basis. Well, because there's so many bad I, options. I, agreed. How bad is that? Uh, uh, agreed. But I think, you know, we're glossing over Brett Hundley. He may end up being a top 16 fantasy option at some point during the season. That yes. is saying something. Yes. I'm not starting him right now, though. That's uh, no. what I'm saying. No, I want to see another game from him. Yeah. And I think the, the first thing we start off with this week is we talk about Brett Hundley being in the game and how that impacts Jordy Nelson specifically, a mm-hmm. guy who's owned in 100% of leagues. He is a top-tier wide receiver. Last week he only has four targets. It's not He's not getting the ball. It, it, it's not the same. He's not going to be that same focal part of the offense. But where you drafted him, it's almost like you got to start him because you're probably not going to get much better. And I just hope that you know going into this matchup that you that – Jordy Nelson was not going to win you this week. No, it's a tempering of expectations. I think you drafted Jordy Nelson uh, probably the first round. I mean, he's probably a first or second round pick. Yeah. And you, unless that guy's hurt, you're playing him, right? Oh, I mean, 100%. there's no there's no circumstance that I can envision where if I take a guy in the first or second round, look, sometimes you draft poorly and you have to live with those decisions that you make. You drafted Jordy Nelson, not not your fault, not his fault that Aaron Rodgers gets hurt. But you're going to have to live with that decision. You have to play Jordy Nelson every week and just kind of ride it out. Now, you can make a trade and try to do some things that way. But I don't think you can say, yeah, I'm going to sit Jordy Nelson now because realistically, you probably did, you don't have depth at that position. You're probably you know, moving guys around and playing matchup specific. Jordy Nelson was the guy that you were counting on. Uh, so you're playing him tonight. But again, I, I temper expectations. I view him more as a wide receiver too probably this week, uh, taking a step backwards. I think Devontae Adams has a pretty good game in a PPR format. I think he's going to be a guy that Brett Hundley relies on a bit. I love Aaron Jones tonight. Yeah, uh, they're going to run the ball a ton. He's the guy who sees is the beneficiary of Aaron Rodgers being out of the game because now they are not uh, throwing the ball as much. Obviously, mm-hmm. so this and you have seen his progression. This rookie, wow, a, a guy who's not being talked about as much because of Kareem Hunt and how well he's been doing. But I think this is going to be a guy for the second half of the football season is really going to emerge as a candidate now with Deshaun Watson that's going to be out. I mean, Marcus Lattimore is obviously one of the rookies that's just showing out. But I think not enough talk being talked about Aaron Jones, that draft pick for them, and, and what he means to this offense right now because. Without Aaron Rodgers, they need him to be the guy, and Ty Montgomery is pretty much not startable at this point. Yep, I mean, the, the snap counts are not in Ty Montgomery's favor. They've, they're, they're heavily factoring uh, Aaron Jones more in this offense, and if you were one of those lucky people that was able to pick up Aaron Jones, you are very happy about that. Yeah, I'm happy that I got to pick him up because I have David Johnson and Dalvin Cook on my team. Wow, should we give your fantasy team a funeral? So here's it's funny that you say I know, that. I know it's two for two today, by the way. It's funny that you say that because I wrote a eulogy to my fantasy That's team, right. and I did a video on it. And where can that video be found? That video can be found at the underscore sports page. Right. You're welcome. And everybody, we mourn together. This is what this fantasy season has become. <laughs> yes. I have I have honestly received. I don't remember a time where more superstars got injured than this season. People always mm-hmm. get injured, but m- this season it seems specifically how many injuries to people that are superstars in this league. It's unbelievable. I mean, we didn't even touch on Odell Beckham Jr. And I yet, mean, it's unbelievable how many injuries there's have been. T- two-star wide receivers suspended, so that's working out well. Yeah, this is uh, this has been a crazy NFL year thus far. I, I think it's somebody that we're totally not expecting or talking, talking about is probably going to win a Super Bowl, or the Eagles will finally win. Maybe. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, believe it, I'll believe it when I see it. Uh, the Lions. 
Yeah, the Lions, um, Stafford, startable against uh, the st- everybody because other than their running back, because their running back is running back by committee and you never know what is going to happen in that situation, in a PPR league, in a deep flex position maybe, I know in one of my leagues it's a wide receiver three, running back three, uh, and two flex spots. I am starting Amir Abdullah in that league. Just yeah, I like because, him in that spot. Just because in that basically fifth running back spot, he's startable, especially in a PPR league because I do think he's going to get quite a few touches. And if he does find the end zone, then obviously that's a huge upside for you. Yeah, I think he profiles in that kind of flex role at best just because that Lions running back system is just – it's just weird. You just never know on a weekly basis who's going to get the touches. They basically split at times. It's just – it's a mess. I like both wide receivers tonight. Yep, I like Golden Tate. I really like Marvin Jones. I, I put in my notes here, Marvin Marvin Jones and Golden Tate should eat tonight because this secondary for the Packers is not good. And they this, this Detroit Lions team, they have had a tough time. Matthew Stafford specifically, they've been allergic to the red zone. They've been allergic to, to touchdowns in the red zone. And they've been – Matthew Stafford, I think, threw for 400 yards and didn't get in the end zone last weekend, which is bizarre. Uh, so this is the time where they better get it going. Because this is a big divisional game. Minnesota's kind of off at the top of this division. And if they want to kind of stay afloat here or be a team that's going to compete for this division down the stretch, they're going to have to win games like this. you got to beat the Packers without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's no excuse there. I don't mean to sidebar us, but I'm, because we do this podcast every day, we can correct ourselves if we say something today that is wrong. Yes. It appears as though A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey are not suspended. It appears as though they're just being reviewed for fines. That is, that is what I'm seeing on, on the Twitter machine right now. Okay, I'm sorry. If A.J. Green – I mean, look, for my fantasy team, I, I love that because I just made a massive trade for A.J. Green, so having him back on the field is great. But for A.J. Green to not be suspended, or Jalen Ramsey to not be suspended for that matter, is a bit surprising. Here's the thing. NFL. And if, if it ends up being the case where they are suspended, we will fix those. Two. How in the hell can you suspend Mike Evans but you don't suspend A.J. Green? That two. doesn't make any sense. Okay. Can that I, doesn't make any sense. Can I try to be the NFL for a second? Yeah. What are you going to say? I'm going to say that Jalen Ramsey instigated, and then they both went back and forth, so ejecting them was their punishment. They didn't get to play in that game. Mike Evans, with a player with his back turned on the sideline, at full force hit him and was not given a penalty, and that was excessive force. I get it. AJ Green put him in a chokehold, and there was punches. No, I, I'm with he you. needs to be suspended for a game. They both need to. I'm with you. There is, there is in no way, in no world, where... A NFL player should be able to be fighting on the NFL field, punching. He okay. punched. He tried to punch Jalen Ramsey. Yes, I, I, I know. And Adam Schefter just tweeted that no other players, not AJ Green nor any of the Cardinals or the 49ers, will be suspended for Sunday's action. That doesn't make any sense. You can't suspend Mike Evans and not suspend anybody else. Frosty Rucker, oh, another guy who pushed. I mean, that was a serious. And I love Frosty. But, I mean, you can't. you got to figure out. This is my problem with the NFL. Some consistency. How is Mike Evans not kicked out of the game, but A.J. Green is kicked out of the game and Mike Evans gets suspended? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I I would agree with you. I think if you're going to suspend Mike Evans, you have to suspend both Ramsey and Green. Exactly. Um, If... If I knew what I knew about the the Green and Ramsey non-suspensions when we saw the news that Evans got suspended, I probably would have been a little bit more loud about it. Uh, yeah, I don't think Evans should be suspended now. now no, that this AJ is Green stupid. And, yeah, How but, the but, hell do you suspend him and you don't suspend A.J. Green who literally threw a punch and chokehold somebody on the NFL field? So this is interesting because I'm reading. I have the uh, the release here 
the, the vice president of football operations for the NFL, who you know talked about the violation of Rule 12, Section 3, Article 1, which is unsportsmanlike conduct, you know, all that kind of stuff. So here, I'm going to read this to you. Okay. NFL vice president of football operations John Runyon, apologies if I butchered his name, uh, issued the suspension for a violation of Rule 12, Section 3, Article 1, which prohibits unsportsmanlike conduct, including, quote, any act which is contrary to the generally understood principles of sportsmanship such as A, throwing a punch or a forearm or kicking at an opponent, even though no contact is made, as well as Rule 12, Section 2, Article 6, which states that there shall be no unnecessary roughness this shall include, but will not be limited to, you know, diving, cutting, throwing the body against a player who is at a player should not be, re you know, all that kind of stuff. This is the quote that I love. Quote, during the third quarter after a play had ended, you struck an unsuspecting opponent in the back, knocking him to the ground. Your conduct clearly did not reflect the high standards of sportsmanship expected of a professional. Yet apparently, A.J. Green and Jalen Ramsey did. So here's an, a, a lovely Twitter argument that's going on right now, just to bring this in. Ryan O'Halloran tweets out that league spokesman says that AJ Green's not suspended. Trevor, who wrote Tampa Bay Trey, he does a NFL podcast on Locked On, which is our sister network. Uh, if you don't listen to their stuff, you should. He goes, and Evans got suspended for his, a million question marks. And Matt Miller, who is at NFL Draft Scout, said it's very rare to be ejected and suspended. And I, I do agree. I, I somewhat understand that logic. But how in the hell do you not suspend somebody who chokeslams somebody? I, I mean, uh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm, I'm, I'm like you. almost speechless. This is so stupid. I'm with you. In terms of fantasy, I'm very happy that he's No, Green's for sure. I, I totally get that. But if you're going to – if you're not yeah. – you shouldn't suspend Mike Evans. Then. No, and if you're Mike Evans' fantasy owner, you should be livid. You should be livid at the fact that they didn't suspend A.J. Green, but they're suspending Mike Evans. It should be consistent across the board. I'm surprised. I'm I mean, stunned. you fine all of them the same amount of money, and then you move along. I That's exactly what you have to do. Paige, I know we're running a little overtime here because we normally like to keep this to 15 minutes, but can I tell you a quick story? Yes. Yesterday, after A.J. Green got thrown out of the game, I texted another owner in my league and, and said, look, you're rebuilding. You're trying to play for next year. I need help right now. A.J. Green is going to miss the next two games. Do you want to work out a deal? That is how confident I was yesterday oh, that was, A.J. Green was being suspended. Sure. I was going to trade him. 100%. I already have my lineup in which he's in. He's out of my lineup. For yeah. for I was looking at, at moving things around for, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not putting him in my lineup. Yeah, uh, this is stunning. Uh, what in the? I'm just. Yeah. I'm stunned. Honestly, NFL, please get your. Okay. All right. You easy, know, together. Easy, easy. We can't curse on the show. Okay. Get um, it together, yep, NFL. Okay. Uh, so yes, back to the Lions. Play Stafford. Play all your favorite Lions wide receivers. Uh, play Amir Abdullah in a deep league. I like the Packers defense tonight though, because I think Stafford's going to turn the ball over a little bit. I don't know about. I'm that. I'm playing Stafford, but I'm also playing the Packers defense in another league because like I, I think the Packers defense may be able to get some points tonight. Yeah, Just I sacks too. The, the the big thing there is the Lions have given up a ton of sacks the last couple of games, and those I, are points. Yep, I agree with that. I just don't see the Packers generating enough because I just don't think their offense is going to stay on the field. I think Detroit. Yeah, I think the Packers the defense is going to have to do a lot, and they're just not good enough to do a lot. All right, that's it. We're done. I'm wrapping this up for us. The name of this podcast is Dear NFL Figure It Out. Oh, you're changing the name yeah, on Yeah, that's the name okay. of the podcast for right. today, or right, the I'll, name I'll, of this episode. The title? Okay, Dear NFL Figure It Out. Got it. Yeah, no, 100%. All right, Chris, you can, everybody, you can follow Chris at Chris R. Schubert. Everybody can follow me at the underscore sports page with an I, and you can follow this podcast at The Keepers FF. You can subscribe on iTunes, looking up The Keepers. And you can find this podcast on fanrankSports.com, and you should read everything that's there because it's awesome. Uh, but for Chris Schubert, I'm Paige Demakos. Have fun and enjoy Monday Night Football.